What's up, Internet? You're tuned into the Video Game Pals episode 56, 56, where a group of lifelong gamers come around to, to talk about video games and how it all makes us feel. I'm your host, not Pete and Bezzy, Peggy Ford, the eSports Dynamo. This is going great, guys. And also, <laughs> in the camera feeds, we have Andy. Hey, hey, I'm usually here to make fun of Pete, but Peggy has my undying support. Thank you. I appreciate that. And Thompson. Hey, guys. <laughs> And that that that's all I got. So Andy, oh. it's yours now. Okay, so I'm actually gonna be taking over for Pete this week, which means it's time for the random question of the week. Well done. I want to get you a Kylo Ren mask and have you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing your Star Wars shirt. I feel like I should just do the show every week in a Kylo Ren mask. Yes. Without context. Yes, you should. Okay, so, I've been playing the new God of War, and it's got some weird puzzle sections that I'm not crazy about in it. And that made me think, would you guys, Peggy and Thompson, buy or sell unnecessary puzzle sections in action games or water levels? Hmm. You know, I've never really thought about that before, but uh, I would probably sell water levels, uh, A, because they're slow, and B, also, like, in general, they do have a little bit more, like, glitchiness to it unless you're mass effect andromeda in which case all your your puzzles are flawed uh because <laughs> you can go into a puzzle and then try it and then if you're like me and you're like now nah, i want to kill this guy who's shooting me in the back you're like okay so you bounce out back into the overworld shoot the guy and then you can't access the puzzle again and it is a big like plot point thing because there's a i i don't remember the plot of that damn game <laughs> but but like it's a thing so you have to reload a previous save and if you are like me aka dumb and you didn't save for like two hours it gets a little annoying uh so yeah i would uh uh if you're not that game in particular uh i do really do love puzzles and that sort of thing so i would definitely go with puzzles before uh water levels plus for speedrunning perspectives uh water levels are just so slow almost as bad as like crawlers oh my god i want to do an all water level speedrun now just for you peggy fuck you uh, well, that's going to give me an aneurysm because I also want to get rid of water levels. I want to set every water level on fire. I hate them. Uh, my undying hatred you for them. You want to set them on fire. <laughs> exactly. Water levels. Nothing will happen. No, that's if what I want to do. levels then, Thompson. I want to burn. Yeah. That'll just make everyone uncomfortable. That's fine. Maybe we can use the steam power to go play Bioshock Infinite or something. I don't know. But in any case, I hate water levels a real lot. I hated them since I was a kid. Um, the worst parts of Sonic... Uh, <laughs> they're the worst part of Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. They're the worst part of everything. I hate them. I'll keep puzzles, even if I'm not, like, the biggest fan of them. But, like, I liked Monkey Island. So, like, you know, if it's a puzzle game, I'm cool with it. But if it's, if it's like you said, like, the God of War, like, hey, here's, like, a like a puzzle, like, part that I'm just, I want to kill Draugr. Not for me. Um, one of those can go to hell, though. Um... I, I share your sentiments on water levels slash really everyone's sentiment on water levels, but I'll still take them over shitty puzzles because I like puzzle games and it's just insulting when it's like, oh, we're not going to make you figure anything out. We're going to make you wander around our environment to find like this one glowing blue thing we stashed in a corner somewhere. Like you don't have to think about it. You just have to look in the right place. And did you play the last of us, Andy? I did not. Damn, you're one of them. I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. 
Well, because like I don't remember. I, Peggy played it, but I thought maybe one of the other people has. But no, um, we're alone mm. over here. No, I'm yep. sorry. We are literally the last of us. All right, go on. Uh, yes. In mild defense of water levels, the Super Mario World water levels aren't bad. I like Swimming Mario. That's fair. Okay, and also like that one Mario game where it's all water stuff anyway, where sunshine, or whatever. I mean, yeah. like. But that's Mario, so it's it's your this... it's your equivalent of Mass Effect for me when it comes to puzzles. I think I think that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. Is um, is the Wind Waker one big water level? I think so. I've never played it, but what I do we think watched about that? a little bit. Chew on that. That'll be the random question of next week. Oh God. <laughs> uh, so if you want to give us your thoughts on water levels shitty puzzle sections or the wind waker you can email us at the video game pals at gmail.com um if you're nice or if you want to submit your own random question of the week we'll read it on the air um if you check us out over on twitter at the video game pals uh, we're over there too if you're listening on apple podcasts and you like what we're doing you want to give us a five-star rating that really helps us out and if you're listening on youtube or your platform of choice if you can hit that subscribe button, that like button, and share it with your pals so they become our pals too, we'd really appreciate that, guys. We like doing what we're doing, and we hope you do too. And with all that out of the way, it's time for... The news! The news! We talking about the news! The news! The news! We talking about the news! Alright, so we got a lot of... a lot of news this week. Um, we're gonna kick things off sad, though, with a little follow-up story to uh, something we've been talking about for the last month or so. Bosky Productions, the studio behind Lawbreakers and Radical Heights, is shutting down. No! Sad sound. Yep. Yeah. Uh, studio co-founder slash living legend Cliff Blazinski announced it on Twitter's last mon- on Twitter's <laughs> Twitter last Monday. Um, he says Lawbreakers well, failed to gain traction, so they released Radical Heights in a last-ditch effort to raise some cash and save the studio. Um, I think failed to gain traction is putting it nicely when we talk about lawbreakers. It just, Uh, it just was a really bad, if you can roll a natural one on release states, that's (laughs) probably the natural one because that came out almost directly with Overwatch. And as someone who covers the Overwatch scene, uh, it, it, that, that's a big feels bad, man. That's. Oh, that's such a. That is literally what I would put as a prime example of in that one. What was that other um, one? Um, MOBA that released alongside, and it was like. Oh, that was. What was that? It wasn't Paladin. Battleborn. 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 Yeah, Battleborn. Yeah. That one got the same treatment too. I mean. Yep. Battleborn was Blizzard doing Blizzard. Um. Wait, what do you mean? That they destroyed it. Every time, bat- like, they released pretty much the same time because Battleborn had an announced release date and Overwatch was like, oh yeah, we're coming out then too. Every time Battleborn was, like, doing a beta or, like, anything to drum up traction, Blizzard was like, open beta weekend for Overwatch, guys. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, oof. Just, just, uh, not a great, not a great look yeah. for anyone who was not Blizz at that time. Yeah, um... Radical Heights servers are going to remain up for the near future, which is a cool if, like us, you kind of liked the game. I really enjoyed it, but, you know, knowing that it has no future now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, hard to make yourself go back, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty much done. And it sucks, too, because uh, I actually bought the, the one, like, whatever upgrade or 
Oh, something. you spent the money on it? It was like 15 or whatever, you know, because I was like, I want to support these guys. So that sucks, but whatever. That's like the yeah, first you're time. supporting a ghost. Yeah. I think that's the first time in like 10 years that I've errantly thrown money at a game and didn't really get something in return. So I don't feel too bad. I, I don't invest anything because I have nothing to invest. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So here's hoping that everybody at Bosky's Productions finds some new work if they want it. Um, Cliffy B says he's taking some time off to spend with his family. And I hope that guy comes back with a new project that works because I like I really like his work, Unreal, and that first uh, Gears of War game. Mm. I think a lot of the employees were slowly going over to Epic Games because <clears throat> they like their studios were only like a few blocks apart anyway. So at least um, at least some of them. Oh, so they were just like literally walking over. Yeah, like yeah. over time, like a lot of them were just being like, oh well, like Ep- you know, we can't, you know, Bosky can't support it, but like, hey, Epic's like right there, and they're like literally just like taking the feet of people leaving the studio. So I don't know how many that worked out for, but that was something I was reading. So that's good. At least someone yeah, got and- some work, you know. Yeah, and it looked like Radical Heights really has that same sort of feel anyway. Yeah. Um, I'll bet a little bit more like I not raunchy, that's not the right word, but like uh a kind of like a, a wacky, quirky sort of feel that, that Fortnite has. So like Exaggerated, I think that makes yeah. a great yeah, yeah, it makes a a great fit for for those two to just kind of merge I'll bet unofficially. Yeah. I dig it. If Fortnite gets like '80s themed, I'll be all about that. <laughs> I'd like to see Welcome a game to mode. Heights Radical. <laughs> That'd be really cool, though. Yeah, you know, like a uh, Fortnite game mode where it's just like '80s themed party day. You know. Yeah. That's gonna be like a neighborhood in the Fortnite map now too. It's just gonna be Radical Heights. Yeah, it'll be fun. There'll be a graveyard uh, there. It'll be awesome. All right. <laughs> so I hope you brought tissues for the next item on our news list. The graveyard thing. I'm sorry. That killed me. <laughs> damn it. I know I killed your flow, but God damn, that was it's funny. Okay. It's, it's okay. You just got to be adaptive. Okay. Speaking of. Hey, hope you brought tissues for this next one because it made me cry. Microsoft announces the Ad- Xbox adaptive controller this week. It's a new controller model for the Xbox ecosystem centered around making video games more accessible is super modular. Uh, it's designed for people with disabilities. Um, so you can plug in whatever you want to make video games playable for you. Uh, they put out a really sweet video that like made me tear up. And then they also put out a lengthy blog post where Xbox head slash American hero Phil Spencer said, quote, by taking an inclusive design approach and considerations of gamers who might not be able to reach all the bumpers and triggers or hold a controller for an extended period of time, for example, we were able to design a controller that provides a way for more fans to enjoy gaming. On our journey of inclusive design, we've taken a wider view of our fans and a more inclusive approach for designing to designing for them. For gamers with limited mobility, finding controller solutions to fit their needs has been challenging. The solutions that exist today are often expensive, hard to find, or require significant technical skill to create. A number of individuals and organizations are creating custom solutions, but it's been so often it has been often difficult for them to scale when rigs need to be so personalized. So, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's like it looks like a DJ setup almost. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's got like the two big pads and a couple buttons on the side, and then you can get all kinds of add-ons to uh, make it fit uh, your specific needs. Like, they had um, a guy talking in the video about how his, like, he's able to work the left hand of a controller fine, but his right hand doesn't work so well. 
Um, so he's using a regular Xbox controller in one hand, and he's got like this setup so he can run the other side of the controller with his feet on the Xbox adaptive controller. I think that's really cool. That's so cool. It's like I've never really thought about accessibility in video games in this way, and like I I take for granted that I'm able to use a controller. Yeah, I mean, and, recently. Um... Uh, I had to, uh, for my parents, like help them out. And I was in a hospital a few times and, uh, I actually ended up talking to someone who was like 80 and was like, I love video games with my hands. I can't like hold controllers. And that was, uh, that was like eye opening, you know, like, uh, 29 and and I didn't even think about it. You know, it's like, there could be a million reasons why you couldn't play. I couldn't grab a mouse or use a keyboard, you know, for whatever reason. Um, this is fucking awesome. You know, this is so cool. You know, um, I hadn't seen the trailer or whatever, but like, uh, it, it's really cool. I like, I like it specifically that, that, like you said, the feet thing. Um, I'd always thought about that too. I was wondering, like, I wonder if there's a way you could like play games with your feet. So like just off the, just off the cuff that they designed it for that. Like that's, that's so cool, man. I'm, I'm excited for yeah. this, you know, like I actually really want to see the video after this cause I want to see all the attachments or, or whatever stuff you can put into it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's extremely, uh, adaptable. Like that, that entire controller, like you can add so many things to it to make sure that, that everything's really accounted for. And Damn. sorry to speak for it, for the video itself. Like I saw in like, I'm not usually crying at videos, but I, I almost cried at this one. It was very close just because you could see just how like happy these kids were. And, oh, like when so you cool. saw, when you saw like their face light up when they realized that like oh they're doing this like they can actually play and it's not even that hard for them to be able to play either it's not like the controls are very weird or there's something that's really clunky it's just the way that they're able to play is the same way that they would with a controller basically if if they had been able to um just like the way that the kids lit up it was like i i remember like doing it when i got my first controller and i was learning the controls and that sort of thing and it brought like such powerful nostalgia that it was just like this is this is really cool. Also, you know, good on good on Micro Micro Fox. What Microsoft for doing that? Because that's really oh, awesome. Micro Fox, tiny little fox. Funny, but um, but like I also, I think this is also very good for them in general in terms of like, as cold hearted as it sounds from a business perspective, because Sony doesn't have anything like this, like anything like this at all. Um, and that's just one more reason why why Microsoft is very clearly the more pro-consumer company um and here's to hoping that they continue to do that should the uh should the like tides change in their favor going into the next gen i'm actually really glad microsoft did this over sony uh mostly because like i I don't even own uh an xbox one or anything but i love that controller you know i i think it's great you know it's probably it's probably the best thing i've ever grabbed in my life um it's not that I, I don't like the Sony one. I think that one's great too, but there's such a difference to it. And I'm just imagining Sony doing this and it's like, there would probably be something about it that wouldn't feel as good as if Microsoft does it. I don't know why, but they, they really, to me at least, know how to like capture a controller. So for accessibility standards, it's like, I'm really glad they, they headed up the project, you know? Um, and, and also like, not I'm not sure if this crosses over, but like just wild conjecture like they do have like a bajillion you know uh fundraisers and charity programs and stuff for kids with you know it's like i'm sure that they have had first on experience with people and asked you know hey would this work or would that work so it seems like the right choice to me i'm just glad Mm -hmm. that worked out for him you know yeah um i really think that i saw somebody on twitter say microsoft is doing everything right except 
having exclusives and that made me that's sad, probably it is, yeah i mean is really true that's really the only thing i can sling at you andy is just like those memes where it's like you know the floor is xbox exclusive games and people are like climbing you know and it's like that's yeah. it you guys have everything over there you're, you're phil spencer's doing great man he's <laughs> phil spencer is an american hero and i i want to hang out with him and just pick his brain someday him and reggie can uh can have dinner with you oh my god that would be that'd be a dinner yeah <laughs> Master Chief and Smash when? Hey, that's that's a million dollar idea. So our next item on the list is some Thompson news. Woo. We got the Thompson news block here, actually. Well, it's going to be real nerdy and stupid, so let's go. It's going to be real <laughs> nerdy and stupid. First things first. Bethesda's I'm the realist. out here teasing DLC for Prey. Um, I didn't see this. Through... What's that? I actually didn't see this. You didn't see no. this? Awesome. So... <laughs> Take a walk with me while I explain what they're doing on Reddit. Uh, shout out to Reddit user Shape in the Glass for putting all this together because um, I saw this thread and it's it's pretty cool. So, the Kasama Corp Reddit account left a comment in binary on a video of the moon that NASA posted last okay. week. Okay. <laughs> and when you translate that binary, it leads to a GIF that just says "resetting simulation." over, like, a rewind of Prey and pulls out oh, to the moon. that's so fucking cool. The Kasama Corp account was last active in a March, uh, like... God, what's the ARG acronym stand for? Something reality game? Altered reality? Augmented. 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 Oh, yeah. Thank you, Peggy. <clears throat> Anytime. And um, that ARG led to Bethesda essentially saying, we got some stuff on June 10th. June 10th is coincidentally their E3 conference. Hmm. Mm. I like this. And on top of all that, there was an update on Steam to Prey this week, adding 10 new achievements, all of which had the Kasama Corp logo as the image, and each of which was one word of the line from an R.E.M. song, If You Believe They Put a Man on the Moon. This is... This is... So really cool. it looks like they're announcing a Prey Moon <laughs> DLC, Thompson. Okay, so yeah, I can see that being a thing, and specifically the resetting simulation line. Uh, ha- have you guys not played it? Uh, so spoilers, you know, like just close your ears for ten seconds. Uh, Andy, do you care? Okay, because I don't no, think you beat it is. yet, right? I didn't beat okay. it. Okay, but basically, uh, it turns out the entire time when you start the game up, you're you're doing uh, you're doing things as either you know the man or female character you play as, but you never really like hear yourself talk or anything. Um, you leave notes to yourself throughout the game. You get to the end. Uh, should you be a dick the whole time or or good or you know or whatever path you pick, because there's a few ways to go through the game. Um, it it turns out when everything's said and done that the you're actually one of the Typhon, which is the aliens. And you're like the first one that was essentially uh, a human of them. Like the, the mimics exist and they mimic things, but you were essentially like designed to be a, uh, the first one to really like bridge the gap of our species. Uh, so if you're a complete piece of shit at the end of the game, they analyze, you pop out of the simulation that you're in, which everything was a simulation kind of, it's like a recap of what happens to the world and stuff. And uh, they'll just kill you because it's like, well, this thing's evil. I, I don't want that to be the case. Or if you're a great, you know, so when your hand reaches out to the guy, uh, it'll either turn to a Typhon hand or like a human hand if uh, you're like good or bad. So resetting simulation fits perfectly for that. Um, 
Talos one, the space, the space station you're on is uh, obviously above Earth orbit. And the way that they show the game ending is that uh, presumably most of the Earth, or if not all of it, has been consumed by this. So it's kind of like after the apocalypse, the game takes place, even though it's like during it because the simulation thing. So the moon would make a lot of sense since they don't show it being inhabited or anything like that. We have to assume that people still exist um, somewhere. And I would guess that they'd be over on the moon. So I'm totally down for this, man. Like this, this definitely fits. Um, the game is incredible. If you, uh, you know, I actually really want to play it again now that this DLC wood coffee cup again. Oh my God, man. Just so much <laughs> fun you can have in this game. The, the amount of player agency, uh, I'm not doing it justice by saying you can end with like good or bad. Like really the way to get there is not just like the good or bad path. It's not Paragon Renegade at all. It's, it's very, very deep layers of like, what, what do you believe in almost like it, it, it asks you these questions in the beginning of the game that are so stupid and simple, you know, almost like a tutorial, like, is the sky blue? You know, like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's blue. You know, like these really dumb questions, but then it proceeds to challenge you on everything you said. Uh, you know, it's like, should it, the good of the many or the good of the few? Simply enough, you know, that question boils down to like, yes or no. And in the game, but it will constantly test you on that. And then it, gauges your morality essentially by the time you're done you know like i didn't save everyone but i saved a bunch of people the first time and they basically said hey this thing's not evil but it definitely tried to save its own ass a lot of times so should we like not kill it should we and i was like shit they're gonna fucking kill it. you know i survived the first time i did it but there are i was treading the line of being executed for being like you know pretty shitty so um as you should be <laughs> Well, I saved a lot of station people in my simulation. I, I didn't even know it was a simulation. I never but not barely all killed of them. One. So, just saying. <laughs> well, I hope that it, the DLC, if it comes out, is as good as the game. Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, having, having the uh, game set on the moon would be really neat, because Talos 1 is obviously just a space station, but you become intimately... Uh, aware of like every corridor and everything about it especially because you can go outside of it so it's really just this like bubble of a game world that you play in and there's so many ways to go into some side or some other thing and i don't know how having it be based on land or you know not obviously there'll be like underground stuff but not having that like element of it being such a spherical game it's going to definitely be a weird thing for me but i'm for it you know definitely going to try it cool um peggy did you ever play prey no, but I watched a lot of speedruns on it. Yes, you can do some really fun shit on speedruns for that game. You, the game is broken. Yeah, <laughs> the it's game hilarious. Was broke. Yeah, it like they went from completing it in an hour to fifteen minutes. Yep. To I think like two minutes. You can under basically five. start the game. The fuck? And then you like complete that game in two minutes because you, you can start the walls. game. You can jump up the walls with the glue gun and stuff. Get to the top where the escape shuttle is for like the really bad ending where you just abandon everyone, and then you can like jump through this corner glitch a wall and then like slide into the space shuttle without getting the key and it's like literally two minutes and then guess what pull the space shuttle you're out <laughs> yep oh it's 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 like that sounds like really quick knowledge but it's actually like incredibly technical yeah it's because the it's uh, the actual like ceilings themselves and what you're walking on you can't see so like once you're out of bounds it really is like making sure you know your lines otherwise you get soft lock pretty easily from what i heard so uh but yeah, I've I've watched a shit ton of speedruns because I was watching kind of like live, quote unquote, as people were breaking it, and it was uh very very interesting to say the least. They but, definitely uh, fixed know, a lot of the glitches, but 
Yeah, I heard about that, unfortunately. That, damn it, Bethesda. But, uh, (laughs) but, like, they can fix that, not Skyrim. Uh, but the main thing is, uh, I've always heard, like, the story was really good and all that, so to see what they do on the moon would be, uh, pretty, pretty hype. I'm looking forward to what I'm assuming is their E3, uh, talking point. It's gotta be at this point. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That or Skyrim will run on your toaster. Skyrim will run on anything. I have bought Skyrim for the Switch, the PS4, the PS3, PC. Sure, give it to me again. I'll 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 be the chump and buy it. Oh no, I I don't want to say you're a chump because like Skyrim's a very good game, but four consoles. Uh, PS3 I don't have anymore. PS4 oh, okay. is for the mods. The Switch is uh, what's it called? The Switch for is because my go. sister like likes oh. to play as well. So, like, it's easier to give her the Switch than for her to sit in my room because the PS3 is with me. Um, and then the PC one was included in, like, the Master one, like, the the entire anthology series. So, like, okay. I have reasons for it. Yeah. But still. No, you have valid it's reasons. still, like, when, when, you put it, when, you, when you put it that way. Hey, could we move on? <laughs> sure, we're going to keep on trucking in the Thompson Rock Block with some news from Paradox Con. Um, because Paradox Interactive is apparently big enough to host a convention. Yes, and they invite a bunch of YouTubers that, you know, have uh, collectively a few million subscribers, I think. So, that's cool. Oh, damn. Yeah, so uh, Paradox makes some of Thompson's favorite games, right? Yeah? <laughs> Definitely. Hearts of Iron 4? Uh, yeah, Solaris, Hearts of Iron series. Uh, recently, I got Steel Division, Normandy 44, and just, I like Paradox games. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, they... Made some big and small announcements, like um, lots of expansions for their flagship titles, because I think they're basically a DLC company at this point. Pretty much. Um, Crusader Kings is getting a 15th expansion six years after launch. <sighs> yeah, so I'm, I'm done with Crusader Kings, too. I've, I've, I've killed the hell out of that game. I don't want any more of it. <laughs> um, Hearts Just of a Iron sidebar. Is... Sidebar. Yes. Sorry, but we keep on saying that, oh, they're getting their 15th expansion in six years. World of Warcraft. All right, go on. <laughs> Yeah, but it's different with this War, one. <laughs> World of Warcraft is a, an establishment. Yeah. And... This isn't like an MMO. This is just like, let's run Crusader Kings 2, Europa Universalis 4, and probably, you know, Hearts of Iron 4, and like, let's all release an expansion for all three uh, every, like, sometimes every few months. So, <laughs> I don't know. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, and they're always like, you know, 15 to 20 uh, when they first come out. So, Scream into the void uh i got crusader kings 2 uh like two years ago and that's what got me into like paradox games mostly like i didn't really know of them as a company i guess um and i got it on like this huge steam sale and i still spent like 60 bucks to get like not every expansion and the game you know and like when i got hearts find 4 same thing it's like i don't buy paradox games unless they're on sale so yeah their price points are terrible but just buy them on sale fair fair uh, they also announced that Paradox is getting into the strategy board game space because everyone does that these days. That's pretty uh, cool, though. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, bringing City Skylines, Crusader Kings, Europa Universalis, and Hearts of Iron oh, all to fuck. board games. We gotta get all three of them now. Crusader, Europa, and Hearts of Iron so we can play all of the history from beginning to end. And... Uh, Oh, that's the so real quick sidebar to all this stuff. That's the magic of these <laughs> games. If you do play them, they you know Crusader Kings you can start up in like 750 AD, and then 
it ends around like 1300 and then Europa Universalis kicks in and then Hearts of Iron kicks in. So um, I played a game and I'm, I've been blowing through all three and I haven't like finished it because I'm, I'm, you know, like running through the timeline. It takes fucking forever. But there are some really interesting like compilation videos of people playing like literally every Paradox game from like time-wise as early as they can to now and it's it's wild to watch how the world can be just completely different so we gotta play these board games like we're getting all three yeah oh no um if you want to pre-order the crusader kings game you can jump on kickstarter it's up now they put it up with the announcement and within a day it doubled its funding goal because because yeah because we're every, every paradox fan is is crazy so every paradox fan is pretty crazy. much all right. Um, so, moving on to the things we knew were coming section. Oh, the the Pete hype train that he can't be here the for. Pete, well, I'm I'm gonna talk about Call of Duty first. Okay. Because I feel like we should do our jobs and talk about Call of Duty because people will play it. That's a game that still exists. Yeah, that's a game uh, that's a thing. Yeah. Black Ops Four comes out this fall. Hype. Cool. Yeah. It doesn't have single player. People are mad Hype. about that. <laughs> Except Peggy, apparently. Fuck the single player in Call of Duty. <laughs> I never played. The only reason why you will play the single player in Call of Duty is to wait for the multiplayer to get loaded. All right? Wow. Thank you. Thank you for I coming to my TED Talk. I also to learn how to play before going to multiplayer. Thank you. Back in my wee younger days, I it's used a- to love the campaigns, but then they turned to shit, so. Oh, see, I only... Black Ops actually wasn't that bad, but... I played Advanced Warfare immediately after that, and it's just like, eh. All right, sorry, continue. Also, Battle Royale mode coming. Yeah, Battle Royale mode coming. They called it Blackout. Yeah. Um, looks pretty cool. You can it, get a helicopter. And it does ride something new. It. Yeah. This will yep. this will be the big like, the first big name one, unless Blizzard decides to sweep it out from from them, which I would not put against. Could be. Would not hold against them. Uh, um, but the like, the vehicles are new. The air vehicles specifically are are new, so that'll be really cool. Yeah, I think the level of destruction cool. they're giving you to like slaughter your opponents with is kind of new. You know, to pick up a helicopter um, is kind of uh-huh. wild. The the remote control cars with C four. Oh yeah, them. yeah, those little fuckers. <laughs> that'll be fun for a battle royale. No, that'll not be fun. <laughs> uh, you're gonna get <laughs> fucking blown up. You're gonna be having the perfect position, and you just you're like a and turn around. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm almost definitely not going to play this game, but I hope it's cool. I think that Call of Duty might be the brand that's strong enough to, like, push back Blizzard trying to undercut them. Well, I mean, it's Activision. Yeah. Activision Blizzard. True. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) I mean, they might be able to do that, but at the same time, it's like, should Blizzard even announce a Battle Royale? It's like, they're just fighting with themselves. They're turning into Disney now, so... It's okay. Oh, a Blizzard definitely won't, because Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is going to be on Battle.net and not on Steam. Damn. There we go. All Wait, right. is that confirmed? Um, that is what I'm... A, a news story I'm looking at right now, yeah. Damn. What, that, that Black that Ops 4 That it's on Battle.net. Yeah, no, it's already on Battle.net, actually. If you if you look it up, wow. like if you go onto your uh, Battle.net account... So it's like Overwatch, Blizzard, Insert Blizzard stuff here, and then Activision, Destiny 2, and Black Ops 4. Wow. Damn. Oh, damn. Yeah. So maybe cool. Blizzard won't do a Battle Royale. Damn. 
At least eh. not this November. Yeah. Um, so. Now into the things that Pete would love to talk about, but he's not here, so we're going to talk about it without him. There was a Kingdom Hearts 3 event this year. This week, not this year. And how, I guess how long have they been part waiting? of this year? Um, I guess it's going to come out, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hope it comes out, but also... <laughs> Part of me really wants it to just not. Yep. Yeah, I hear you. As <laughs> awful like, as that sounds, I just kind of want to get to E3. They've done all this like showing stuff off, and then Square Enix is like, "Yeah, um, we're starting over. We're not happy with it." <laughs> well, here's a, really... here's why we released all the footage for you, you schmucks, yeah. because we are actually tanking the project and uh, moving on to better things. No, 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 no. They do the they do the preview and all that jazz, but instead it says like summer twenty twenty. <laughs> yes. And if that if that happens, that episode of Video Game Pals is going to be just two hours of Pete crying. That is it. That is every sound off. That is every highlight. That is it. It is just Pete crying and for that sobbing. entire week. <laughs> Weeping like a little baby on the couch. <laughs> As like in the arms of the angel like plays in the background oh god we can get we can get around copyright i'm sure for this oh, yeah. joke we'll do it uh so there was an event and a bunch of game journalist type people uh got invited to show up uh play roughly 80 minutes of kingdom hearts 3 talk to the devs watch some more trailers and stuff um so they got to play a hercules boss fight and some of the toy story world that Toy the, Story world looks so good. The Toy Story world looks so good. Yes. Um, there's a 23-minute gameplay video of the Toy Story world you can watch if you want. It's on YouTube. Um, we can link to it below. It looks really cool. Sora can turn into Disneyland rides for some reason. Sure. Yeah, why not? Like, like at one point, he turns into the teacups and like spins around bopping people. Oh, are we now worrying about continuity in Kingdom Hearts? No, just what is this franchise? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, everything about this game looks so good. I might, like, I might pick it up. I haven't played a Kingdom Hearts game. I think I've said that before, but, like, this this just looks so fucking good. Yeah. yeah I'm, oh. I'm with you. I've also, I played like, half of Kingdom Hearts 1 two years ago, and then didn't play anymore. Mm -hmm. But, like, I might I might pick this up just for... It looks very pretty. It looks batshit crazy. And I'm very about both of those things. I likewise might get it, just because, like, recently I my girlfriend got two Star Ocean games on the PS4, and I love Star Ocean games, and, like, that combat system always reminded me of kingdom hearts even though like i had never played kingdom hearts i watched one of our friends blow through one game pretty much and then uh, i saw the sephiroth fight i think that's in the second one where he like one shots you no matter what so other than that my my knowledge of the series is incredibly vague and i know that the story is all over the place but i'm sure that like since the game hasn't been uh you know like I don't know. How long has this been? I don't know. Like 15 years? Jesus Christ. 10 years maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure that they're going to make it more accessible in 3 just because like people like me and, and you and it's just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on for the last 10 years. So, um, Or on the other hand, they could just double down on oh, it. Oh, they could. And, like, and they could release an anthology. You know who Organization 13 is. Yeah, they're going to release an anthology game uh, 
disc where it's like 20 games and all the whatever how many games that they released and it's like you have to play every single one of these or you won't get the story you chump you know <laughs> like uh i'm not dropping six thousand hours into that so if they don't and if the game's like heavy on the lore that you can't understand this or enjoy it like i'm out but it looks fun you know i mean i love mm. i love rpgs i love jrpgs in particular and i love the more freeform combat systems of like star ocean and stuff so this is right up my alley um also the music theory. is banging I just, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, a Disney nerd or anything, so, like, none of that stuff appeals to me, right? That's why I never got mm. into the first ones. Like, I don't, I could care less about any of that. Um, but I know that's what the game is, so I'm more in it for, like, the way it plays than for that stuff. Um, the first one in particular is really funny in how it treats the, the Disney stuff because, like, it assumes you're just going to accept like, oh yeah, I'm hanging out with Mickey and Donald and Goofy. Makes sense. Makes sense. And then does these like big, holy shit, mind blowing reveal shots when you run into like Titus from Final Fantasy IX. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. It's like, who's this going to be? Oh! (laughs) It's like, it's really weird what Square Enix assumes your priorities are the first time you play Kingdom Hearts. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else have anything they want to say about Kingdom Hearts 3? Can't wait to not understand a damn thing, but it's going to look too pretty. I don't care. I still kind of don't believe it's coming out. Yeah, I don't either. But I can't wait until we don't see it. It's going to be great. I guess E3 is in two weeks, and they're having this event now, and they'll probably announce a release date at E3, right? Like, they have to. Or if it says coming soon. And then there's no numbers. Oh my god. It's coming soon. Everyone freaks out. Then they're like, oh yeah, it's in stores tonight. Oh, that would and be really cool. <laughs> everyone dies. Everyone loses their Hospitals game. are overrun yep. with or, heart attacks. on the other hand, Sony announces the day before, oh yeah, uh, we've started work on the PlayStation 5. It'll be out in a couple years. Oh, fucking hell. Kingdom Please, Hearts no. 3 will be a launch title on the PlayStation 5. That's That's wrong. <laughs> That would be so funny. The universe is broken. If, any, if anything bad happens with this with this game, like if they have to delay for whatever reason, I will be so amused. Yeah, it's like on the one hand, I want the people that like I like who are really invested in this to finally be able to play this game. No, suffer. On the other hand, I like to laugh at people suffering. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know how much it sucks to wait for a game like this. Uh, you know, I waited like. 11 years for starcraft 2 so like i'm i'm accustomed to waiting very long times for games i think these people may have suffered enough though <laughs> it builds character it does and i think they've suffered because all these people grew up now and they're probably like in their 20s and they're just like god please give me three before i like have children and, and can't play games you know it's oh. it's not like they stopped making kingdom hearts games altogether. But they're all like weird. You play birth by sleep. It's like dream what does drop that distance, mean? What is three five eight over two eight over two days? What is that? Like I don't know. Ugh. You know what? You're just gonna have to catch them all. Speaking of, you're betting okay. a thousand. So <laughs> thank you. We call her Peggy Transitions because she always helps us segue. Peggy um, puns, but okay, let's do it. Okay, so uh, we got some Pokemon rumors slash leaks slash rumors. I don't know if they're true or not. Nobody knows if they're true or not. 
That's a long story that starts on 4chan and ends with what might be the first Pokemon titles on the Switch coming out this year. Mm. So, um, this is, this comes from a lot of sources. Um, I've got a link to a Polygon piece that compiles them better than I could on an audio podcast uh, down at the bottom. So, this starts with an anonymous 4chan user posting an image for a new game. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu Edition. And if this turns out to be true, there would be a matching Eevee edition. Uh, this user claims, and lots of other sources, um, some of whom we've gone to on this show before, like Emily Rogers, uh, Arcade Girl 64 who say that their sources have also told them Nintendo is working on a pair of like reimaginings slash quasi-remakes of Pokemon Yellow version uh, with... Eevee or Pikachu as your starter. Um, so it'd be Kanto, Red and Blue would be there. You'd have your Pokemon following you around. Excuse me, I have to sneeze. Nope. False alarm. Um, if the leaks are true, the game would also have Pokemon Go integration, which I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, people have said that the, the capture mechanic from... The phone game, you know, of flick to throw Pokeball might make its way to the Switch, which oh, I'm definitely not crazy God. about if it's mandatory. That was the only thing that kept me from playing Pokemon Go. I hated that. That was so annoying. Yeah, right? Um, if it's mandatory, I probably won't play this game. Like, if I have to do motion control, flip a Pokeball. Um, other things that you might uh, get in Pokemon Go, like, mechanics slash integration. Uh, you might be able to just see the Pokemon on the map as you're walking around. Cool. Um, you might be able to transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go to your phone, like, with the Ooh, Pokemon Bank. That'd be cool. I think that'd be really cool, especially for, like, kids who don't have, a you know, 12,000 Pokemon in the Pokemon Bank. But, yep. like, have been walking around playing Pokemon Go for two years. It's like... Let's them feel like they're starting somewhere, you know? Hopefully, you don't have to, like, catch a thousand Pidgeys to level up like in Pokemon Go, though. <laughs> I hope you do. I hope that it is, for some reason, you just have to. That is suffering. Peggy, <laughs> I hope that's an I hope that's an achievement. <laughs> One thousand Pidgeys. Yep. The birds. Achievement unlocked. Does the Switch have achievements yet? Is it gonna? I don't know. That's a topic for another time. Anyway, after all this stuff broke on Tuesday, um, Nintendo on Wednesday went out and registered domain names for the titles. Um, which uh, could be nothing. It could be Nintendo sees this happening and doesn't want people to like snatch up domain names that they might want to use in the future. Or it could mean this is confirmed. I don't know. Um, huh. It is worth what... It is worth noting, though, that the Pokemon Stars leaks last year um, that ended up not being true were also pretty convincing and had a lot of these like same sources talking about them. So, I don't know. I don't know if this is real. I don't know if it's fake. Unfortunately, uh, it looks very convincing. But, like you said about the Stars thing, you know, uh, that turned out to be nothing, so... Um, I, I'd like to believe it, you know, that they're, they're working on something like this. The, 
the pictures in particular for the Pikachu and Eevee thing that they showed, like the, the splash art or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, the logos. It looked really legit to me. That looked like Nintendo would make that. Obviously, that could be, you know, like anyone could do it. But whoever did it has a really good feel of what Nintendo would have made. Um, so that's kind of where, like, the other thing, too, starting on, uh, on 4chan, like, it's not the end of the world. But, like, things have come out of there that turn out to be true. Right, yeah. So... Uh, and it's got a lot of backing for other people who uh, have been right before. I, I, I'd like really like to believe this, but um, I don't know. It's it when you start talking about like the Pokemon Go integration stuff. It seems like to, just to me a little too ambitious on Nintendo's part. Like I don't think they do that personally, just because I think they'd want to make a more like separation of them. You know, like I, I think that I don't know. I just personally think that that they wouldn't want to do that. Um, um, it's worth noting that Game Freak a couple years ago did tell sources like, or not sources, like publications, hey, yeah, we know Pokemon Go is huge. We're working on ways to integrate that into the main series. Well, shit, I didn't know that. So, um, hey, that that's that's positive. So that that like kind of takes out one of my like big concerns about this, really. So screw it. I guess I'll say yeah. it's real for now. I mean, don't take my word as 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 law, but like, I'm I'm gonna say it's real for now thompson if uh they end up not being real i'm gonna sue you for emotional damage that's great i got nothing you can't take shit from me (laughs) take your headphones hey man that's all i got (laughs) that and my shirt one shot take your hearts of iron four skills (gasps) no Uh, how am i gonna lead the russians to victory or 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 like liberia when you take over the world as liberia like the hardest challenge in the game um Peggy, what do you think? I know you're not, like, huge into Pokemon the way Thompson and Pete are, um, but do you think these leaks... I like, I like... Do they convince you? Yeah, I like the, um, I like the thoughts, but, uh, if it's just, we're doing the same formula, just adding Pokemon Go to it, I am not interested. Uh, like, this all sounds really cool, but nothing from the leaks really tells me that it's going to flip the formula in any way. If anything, it's the exact same plus Eevee following you around, which is a nice touch. It's tempting. I'll give them that. But outside of that, it really just seems like we are doing the same thing over and over and over again. And if that's the case, then um, pokey fuck off. How about that? (laughs) Pokey fuck off. I mean, yellow is like definitely my favorite of the series from back in the day. Yellow is, yeah. So they're yeah, doing something Yellow's right. Yellow is a really great series. Yeah, that, and but... and like it's cool, but like I've seen this before in multiple iterations, in multiple timelines. Please do something new. Yeah. Please. It's on the one hand, if this is like a smaller game, and they're like, "Oh yeah, and we're working on this like big, full fledged, like mainline Pokemon title for next year," I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah, as long as this isn't their, like, flagship thing that they're trying to to push out. Yeah, but if, like, they're, like, this is the Pokemon game for the Switch, I'll be a little annoyed. Yeah, that that would would probably do me in. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so with that, we're going to move on to our meat and potatoes this week, um, which is we're going to stay on this Pokemon trend. They might be adding Pokemon Go. They might be making fundamental changes to Pokemon. If they do, what do you want them to be? Do you think they should do that? Thompson, you played way more Pokemon than either of us, I think. Probably. I'm wrong, Peggy. Yeah, so I'm going to let you be our expert witness here. Um, 
So, exactly, what do you want to know? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what if they're changing Pokemon, mm-hmm. what changes do you think they should make? Right, right. Okay, that's what I thought. Or, so, conversely, what changes do you think they should never make? I think they should add a Pokemon Snap feature to every game in the future as, like, a mini game. Um, I don't want to ever pay 60 bucks for Pokemon Snap, but I love that game, and I think that needs to be a thing, considering they've thrown, like, I don't know, 20 other fucking, you know, mini games into the other Pokemon games that I don't give a Pokemon shit about. beauty pageant? Yeah, like, I don't give a shit about any of them. I don't care about Pokemon Snap. Um, can you imagine going to, like, the Safari Zone and being like, hey, take the Snap Tour for, you know, whatever, and, and just play that part out? That'd be fucking great. Um, utilize the Switch's motion controls for it, too. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, and obviously, like, that's just one little thing. Um, as far as main shit goes for the story and and like uh the way it's presented to you uh, i liked uh sun and moon's island and like kahuna's thing without having like the gyms even though like it's kind of like gyms um i just really didn't like the linear the linear path crap of it so like something closer to that island system or maybe you know some openish kind of thing like that um but having the ability to kind of like an mmo or like final fantasy 15 it's just like you're level one and you can go over here to the level 50 thing and die, you know, if you want, or you could be like me and, and cheese the system and try to beat that level 50 thing early on uh, and try to get a shitload of experience. Um, I love doing that in games. I love finding my own path in it. And uh, like Final Fantasy 15 is a great example. When the night comes and those stupid level 50 iron giants pop out, I was like level 10 when I said, I'm taking one of those down. Um, Why? Why would you do that? Because I jumped five levels. <laughs> And then the next time I did it was even easier. And then before Absolute I left the first man. zone, I was level 45. Woo! So I love doing that in games. I've always tried to, you know, do some wild shit or, like, just find some really just obscure thing to do. In. And and Pokemon games have this, this sense about them where they want you to do that because it's like, have 6,000 Pokemon and they all can learn 100 moves and they have egg moves and this, TMs and HMs or whatever. But then it's like, but follow the railroad too. It kind of sucks that you have a million and one options, but you kind of have to really be forced into using stuff. Like, obviously, not every Pokemon is going to be a champion, but, you know, having some kind of reason to go out and use different things, um, you know, if you like a certain type, you're probably going to stick with most of those types or the things that you've known. And I would like a reason to find, like, a bug Pokemon that I like, you know, <laughs> and use it. Like, I don't use bugs, you know? and And some of them are great, but it's just like, by the time you get some of them in some areas, you don't need them or, or whatever. And, and some of the neatest Pokemon t- uh, in the game, right. Aren't even usable really, unless you go into like some kind of gimmicky uh, team fight thing, you know, with, with online stuff, um, which some of them can't be used in single player that way. You know, it's like you get to the end of the game, the elite four and you're like, I can't use this, this thing, even though I love them, I gotta use something else because you know, I gotta use the type advantages on, I don't like that you have so many Pokemon, but you have to be stuck in a, like, essentially a path to just use certain ones, you know? Yeah, I also I don't want uh, the Ice Cream Cone guy to come back. <laughs> Vanellix <laughs> or whatever. I hate him. You can go to hell. Uh, <laughs> what about the literal trash bag Pokemon? He's actually cool. Like, he's not bad. Like, Garbodor isn't really that bad, you know? Like, I got suckered into using poison types a lot, and, like, one of my friends was like, trying to show me the advantages of Garbodor. Um, and honestly, he sold me on him. So He's a literal trash bag. I don't <laughs> see how you can give vanilla ice cream cone Pokemon 
a hard time. Because his evolution <laughs> is just adding more ice cream scoops, and that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, I, I, that's so dumb, okay? <laughs> I don't like food for Pokemon. Uh, trash on your hand, we've already had muck and stuff, so, like, that, that fits, man. The world is getting increasingly more dirty and destroyed, and it makes more sense to have more, like, Trubbish and Garbodor and mucks out there. Like, why do we need more trash Pokemon, though? Like, we already have Squirtle. Ooh. <laughs> He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> I know, it's great. Actually, here's what I want in the newest game. I want to I, bring back on, Bulbasaur. No. Wait, 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 oh. wait, wait. I didn't even need to say it this time. I didn't <laughs> see a damn word about water Pokemon. I was I was moving on, but no. Thank you, Andy. Andy's my favorite pal now. Congratulations. <laughs> so I'm going to build on that. I want to have the starter Pokemon be Bulbasaur, uh, Charmander, and then a random other water type that's not Squirtle. So he can <laughs> suffer. Even more. I mean, you could basically get the same, like, use out of Pokemon if it was Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Magikarp. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of starters, um, that brings me up another thing. I would love for them to switch the typing of the starters, because I know that there's only one other set that can do it. Uh, have, like, the Rock, Paper, Scissors effect, and I think it's, like, Dark Ghost Psychic, maybe? Um that would be so cool. I, I don't remember, dope. but it's it's only one other set that can really do it out of everything and still be like even against each other. Um, I wanted that for Sun and Moon so bad because like the designs were so weird at first. I thought like one of them was a dark type. Um, I think I think that was actually like a big rumor going around too. But the that owl one and yeah dark type. yeah um, to start though like and then like maybe turn into like the grass fire water later as the dual types as it goes when they evolve. I mean I think that would be fucking great like that. Um, you know, it's just it's just one little thing, but it it would fundamentally change the way that you think of and play the game, especially using those types. And like, if you picked the ghost type, and it's like you run into the uh, you know, the normal early on level five things, it's like Pidgeys and stuff. It's like, oh shit, your ghost moves aren't gonna work. So that'd be fun. It would be it would add some you know pizzazz to it, just to like the boring part of the intro. Um. Just tiny things like that, you know, really make the world to me in these games. So, so with that, all that in mind, how do you feel about like potentially your options are Pikachu or Eevee? Yeah. So between them, like Pikachu is a flagship, but like Eevee turns into anything. So like, I'm going to pick Eevee. Um, Eevee's yep. the fucking guy. Yeah. Yep. Eevee's the greatest because there's one, it's like, it's like Arceus in that respect. Like I can have any type of this Pokemon that I want at this point. Um, there's like, what, 10 evolutions or some shit? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. So basically get an Eevee and you can have whatever you want. Eevee would be a great starter for, like, any game, really, come to think of it. Because also Eevee's yeah. got a lot of popularity. Um, and Eevee's got like, a lot of popularity, and she... Well, they also seem like it's a very good starter Pokemon to start with anyway. Because not only do you get to learn, like, the tutorial of, like, here's how you battle, that sort of thing... But also, like, you can learn a lot about evolutions by training an Eevee, oh, from what yeah. I remember, at least. So, like, I feel like Eevee's, like, the ultimate starter Pokemon, where, like... It pretty much is can teach you ...can teach you everything about, like, what it means to be a Pokemon trainer, just because of how Eevee works. Yeah, I mean, it, like, every evolution um, does connect to something else, like, even the one where you have to make it like you, like... Um, for like I think Espeon or something, but yeah, it's it's just like those things tie back to the mini games, you know. Like I never did the the stupid beauty pageant thing, but like there are effects from doing that where they like you more and you can get the Espeon faster. So, 
At least if I remember that's correctly, because like... I never made an Espeon, but I think that's how it works, so... <laughs> I thought it was the one with the ribbons. Uh, it could be, I don't remember. Like, I didn't do the beauty pageant there's, stuff, so... There's too many Eevees at this point, where, like, I remember the original three, and then yeah. Espeon and Umbreon, and Leafeon, because that's a dumb name. <laughs> we need a grass one. Uh, Grassion? No, it's gotta be more subtle. Leafeon, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we'll just leave it for later. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> Table it for now. And they forgot. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool, too. Having Eevee, like, they really, you know, especially because if you had, like, your rival in the game who had an Eevee, too, and what if it, like, didn't pick your counter type just because it was, like, I'm going to pick whatever the fuck I want to pick. That would be neat, like, if, you're, if your rival didn't have just the counter type to you. Um, I wish your rival like was stronger, too, because I feel like you plow through that every time. So that would be fun. So what you're saying is you want this to stop being a game for children? No, I mean, like, it's going to be a game for children. I, and, and obviously the first couple of fights, your rival isn't going to be that hard. But, like, I like some side things that you don't have to fight your rival for. Like, you know, go on to the side path to do this thing, and then he shows up to foil your plan. And it's like, oh, well, you didn't have to do this, so he's, he's harder here, you know, than he would be on the main quest line. Because, like, you're kind of set up to beat him or her on the main quest line the whole time. And, um... I don't know, just, like, having more use of that mechanic is really cool. Like, having Team Rocket, all those other teams, you know, Plasma, everything, I think they need to go. And I think you're, like, the whole team thing and, like, the grandiose, like, you know, oh, we're stealing Pokemon or or going up to, you know, the new ones. <laughs> I can't remember what they wanted to do. They were just punks, you know? They did this fucking weird arm movements and stuff, you know? <laughs> Every time you were talking to Team Skull, I think? Yeah. Oh, Team Yeah, Skull. that's what they were. But, I mean... They were, like, useless. Like, I couldn't even remember their name right now, you know? So, I think I, the whole team thinks this needs to go. It's like, I don't know, I feel like the teams and the rivals have had diminishing returns since, like, Gold and Silver, maybe? Because, like, I don't know. How sucks. I don't have <laughs> any, like, animosity towards How in Sun and Moon because he's a bad Pokemon trainer. Right. And, like, I... How's the Maybe kid, it's because right? I was a child when I played these games. But, like, I still, with every inch of my body, hate Gary Oak. I mean... Or, or like, the mysterious kid from Red... Or from Gold and Silver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gary Oak is, like, like, just the best because he had the anime to back him up, so... Yeah, true. But, like... Also, he was a huge dick the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I want my rivals to actually be rivals, not just like... Uh, what was the girl in uh, X and Y? Who was like your main rival who just showed up and was like, Oh, we're friends. Let's have a friendly battle. Yeah, it was always uh, a battle of like friends just testing their, their Pokemon strength. Yeah. I don't remember her name. Not like, you know... You go through a gauntlet of trainers trying to figure out why the SSN isn't working, and then Gary's just there. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to fight? You just fought all those guys? Sure, my guys are all at full health, but let's see what happens. That's kind of what I meant with the rival, like, you know, being better, uh, however yeah. it works out. It's just like, I think that that implementation, the first one, was the best. You know, he was just always one step ahead of you. He was always there, and he was tough, you know? Um, it, it was It was something to be like, oh, shit, this is a rival fight. Whereas, like, X, Y, Sun, Moon, I was just like, here's the rival fight, you know? <laughs> like, I can't wait to yeah. get past this. Or it was just, like, an experience chunk for me. Like, oh, I might level up from this. That's cool, you know? Um, 
I didn't I didn't enjoy that shit at all. And like you said, how? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. please get rid of that that crappy rival. <laughs> so, how about you, Peggy? I know you don't have a ton of Pokemon experience, but like, what would you want to see in a Pokemon game that would like make you say this is a day one buy for me? Make it not a Pokemon game. Oh damn. It, but, like, it's what I've been saying before. Change the fucking formula. I'm sick of it. Like, I get it. You want us to, like, fucking fight our Pokemon. That's cool. I just want to chill with my Pokemon and, like, open up a adoption thing or open up, like, a, 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 what's it called? A daycare. Like, I just want to do that. Make it more open world. We've discussed this before. But make it more open world. Make it so that way I don't have to force my critters to fight. And then maybe, maybe I will buy a game about Pokemon again. It's just, like, I'm just sick of, oh, cool, there is, oh, cool, like, I'm 10 for some reason, and I'm gonna go get a Pokemon, and my parents are just going to be willfully ignorant of what I'm doing, and just let me off and go fight other things and or end up fighting a god at some point? Sure. Uh, first off, that... That's gotta be a, a social services call. Secondly, just like it's it's so done. It's been done over and over and over and over and over again. I just don't want it anymore. Like, just like do something else, please. Make it so that way it I'm not just a Pokemon trainer doing the thing. Like, let me do other stuff besides st- like get me off the rail. Get me off the ride. I'm done. It would be cool if you were like the professor and you had to or like I had, I had this idea um, a while ago. I, I, I may have mentioned it before. Like, I thought it'd be neat if you played a game where you were the former Elite Four champion, like the top, you know, brass guy or, like, or whatever, and it's like you haven't been in the game for a long time. So you're like, I'm coming out of retirement. I'm I'm old as, as hell, and there's all these new Pokemon everywhere. What the fuck? I'm going to go on. And, you know, you were still like the old grand champion, but you have to go reclaim your glory. I thought that'd be cool. Like, it's just, any like you said, Get me off the rails, you know, get off the ride. Yeah. It would be neat then because if you were the champion, it makes sense why you could go around the world. You know, it's like yeah. you're older, you have money, you've won, people know you. They're going to let you on the boat or the plane to get you're over there. You're not a literal child yeah. wandering across. Right. Yeah. Just a reason to get the hell out of the starting zone or, you know, just or like being the professor of being It's like, oh, I've got a collection of 100 in there. Like whatever the hell I want to start with, I'll get, you know, to skip the minutiae. I mean, maybe they're all like level five to start. That'd be cool. You know, have like a bank of like like 20 of them to start um, just to pick from, you know, yeah. and then like maybe you your actually- kids come by and you're like, oh, you got to take the ones I didn't pick. And there you go. Yeah, you you actually gave me a pretty solid idea with like the uh, the like starting with the dark normal and ghost, I believe is what you said. Yeah, I think those like, are the three. OK, hear me out. This is going to be crazy, but it's fine. We have a little bit of time to fill anyway. So what if you're starting like that? Because what's the one with the graveyard in OG Pokemon? The town with the graveyard. Uh, I don't remember the name of the town. Uh, Lavender? La- is, is it Lavender, Lavender Town? Be. That sounds right. Yeah, so I think that's right. <laughs> for for this sake, we all have computers. We can look it up. But uh, for this sake, let's say it is Lavender Town. You start there because, like, your parents are, like, the, like, lead psychics or whatever. And, like, part of your job in part of, like, going around the world for, like, some sort of journey to end up as, like, your parent, like, your parents' position in Lavender Town is to help, like, dead Pokemon crossover. Like, Pokemon Whisper. Let's do it. Medium. It's, it's such, yeah. It's such a dark twist, and I agree with that. But, like, 
even that like far off, I I would honestly think would be a day one sale for me because uh, it's just something completely different and it would give people such a brand new experience and such a out there sort of story with Pokemon that we have not seen before. And it would just be really, really cool. Plus, they did that one anime where Charmander died, right? Or almost, almost. died. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's just something that expa- expands on the lore more than here's this other legendary Pokemon that can possibly kill the world if this other terrorist organization gets him. And it's just, like, that's the form of the entire time. Just some- something, like, something to shake up the lore, please. Can like, go Pokemon, back to the great- like, Pokemon Go Child Services. That's fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Any of that. That could be a great mobile game. That would be a perfect Man. mobile game. Who the but, fuck are yeah. you, Peggy? I'd, huh? I'd like to see the Pokemon, Pokemon lore. Pokemon Go Child Services. <laughs> like, Pokey Services. Well, just like set a game like a thousand years ago when everyone was still adults and like a time before Pokeballs and it's like, that'd be neat as shit too. I mean, they have the one <gasps> And movie. then you have to actually befriend them instead of you yeah, know, forcing yeah. them into captivity. And That's destroying, great. Destroying their spirits and their souls. Um, but it would be really cool to to be in that too, like it, it just the time frame, you know, or like a time before the technology caught up, or shit, even play like as a Pokemon or something. That would be cool. Like, what if there was a time before humans and there was just Pokemon and and Yarcius or something? I don't know. Like, however they want to work it out. Mm-hmm. But to set it to a different frame would be even neat. Like the whole framework of the, the it's always progressed in the series. Um, so hey, if they ever did that, it's like you could go back to the um, the fossil Pokemon, and they could make an entire like set of just like these are what we think dinosaur mods would have been, you know? Yeah, that would be neat, like a whole shakeup of just like 150 new dinosaur themed Pokemon, <laughs> Jurassic Park Pokemon edition. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh no, Pokemon uh find a way. <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> will find. Well, yeah, that's true. Mew and Arceus found a way. Um. What if what if it was Pokemon Jeff Goldblum edition? I mean, day one. Fully voice acted entirely by pre-order. Not even a day one buy. It would be a pre-sale buy, DLC. Yep. All of season it. Season pass, pre-sale. I'm dropping hey, he's the pre-ordering uh, the season pass on Jeff Goldblum Pokemon. <laughs> I'm dropping the $300 on my uh, on my special edition just because it's got his like, <laughs> you know, going on. So it's a little yeah. fun. All it is, all it is, is just a new cover with him giving you thumbs up and a really enthusiastic grin. Sold. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, like, Nintendo doesn't need to do this to sell copies, but I would be really all about, um, like, a a fully voice acted, like, celebrity cast. The way that, like, we get a lot of Western games who get their one big star in. Yeah. Hey, that'd yeah. be neat. Yeah, you know, it would be really interesting too. I just would, I was looking back in the notes when we talked about the thousand Pidgeys to level up, and I just <laughs> thought about it. It's like, what if we had a Pokemon game where they died, and it's like, you could have them die in the game. That would be fucking savage. <laughs> like, oh, we're oh we're God. fire embleming it. Okay. I mean, not oh. like everything's gonna kill them, but like you know, perhaps like they get hit like a critical hit near like low stage, and that's what causes the death. You know, otherwise they have to go to the Pokemon Center and they're fine. I don't mean everything kills them. I'm just saying like there could be moves you could use that are like dirty kind of like kill moves or something, and you have like a reputation that goes down because you're like a shithead who's killed someone's Pokemon. You know, it's like forbidden jutsu. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I don't like Naruto, so. Um. <laughs> Okay, well, calm down. <laughs> but it fits in Pokemon. Yeah, 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 no, I agree. I like Orochimaru, someone... and he's the asshole, so, you know. That's fair. It, of course you do. No, someone, oh, um, 
<laughs> but someone did make a like an edit of like Pokemon like in like the Pokemon like style of like all these different uh singers. So like there was one for for Adele, there was one for Taylor Swift, there was one for Sia and it was like Sia would like to battle and also gave them like this is what their Pokemon would be if there were Pokemon trainers and like I'm I am down for that. Celebrity teams. I'm, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be cool. Something yeah. like that. Like little package downloads, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That'd be fun. I can see that. Um, I guess for my end, I I just want Pokemon to hold my hand a little less. You know? Mm. Like, just less. let me... Like, I like the game. I, I don't mind the, oh, go out and, like, catch these things and force them to fight. It's fine. It's whatever. It is what it is. It's been that way for however long. And I'm used to it at this point. It's become normalized. But, like, goddamn, just let me tell the professor, like, hey, man, this is my first rodeo. Yeah, there, there's the button where he says, like, hey, have you done this before? Yes. Oh, great. Here's your Pokemon. Go. <laughs> have fun. Yeah. For then, you wouldn't, you probably would not be 10. Or I could see them going, oh, is this your first rodeo? And you hit, yeah, uh, no. And they're like, oh, but you're only 10. Here's how you actually do it. And they still do, they just troll you. Yeah, they would do that. Straight out of the gate. Yeah. The, the sad thing is, is I believe that's exactly what happened, even though I don't want that. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah, I, I, I know it's a, you know, it's a pipe dream, but damn it, I'm holding on to it. That Nintendo will somehow or sometime let me start a Pokemon game again. And it's like, just tell me what the new stuff is. You know, you like, you're replacing. What was it? EV training with the the mini games? Yeah. Fine. yeah. That's great. Tell me that. Was what they called that? Super training? Yeah, yeah. And that was a uh welcome addition, man. Like holy shit. Oh my god, shit. that was a fucking godsend. Yeah. So unfortunately that was like my, my biggest concern about the games, but like, you know, they, they took care of that. So hey, we've got the, the yeah. statistics and the format like of the the, the minutiae down. Make yeah. the game mechanics a little bit like on the overworld stuff, you know? Yeah. It's like, I I really don't think the battles need to change any, if at all, you know? And there's so much stuff, especially with the, the Mega Evolutions and all that crap now. I mean, there, there's 700 Pokemon with a million moves and, like, Mega Evolutions or not. And, like, it's it's such a chess game. Like, I think it's fine. And <laughs> they put so much work into that. And that's really where the game shines. But, like, they need to work on the other parts that, like, have been languishing, you know? Yep. And I know that, like, we've talked about it before on this show. Uh, specifically, Pete's talked about it before. There have been rumors that they're going to scrap that battle system when it comes to Switch. And I I don't know if I'd play Pokemon. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it was good and everybody loved it and was like, this is way better, I'd probably check it out. But it would it would definitely break my heart. Yeah, I, I, I love that And possibly turn system. me off the series forever. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, it like to me, it's the framework of Pokemon has always, you know, been there. Uh, since since Gen One, but all they've done to me is really just improved on the battle system, and to scrap it now it seems like such a waste. You know, it's just it's so good. Like it would turn me uh, onto Pokemon Showdown just to play it because I would want to get that system back. You know, um, I I and like I don't play Pokemon Showdown just because like I don't like jump on the internet and just like team battle, but like I really miss it. You know, I I would really miss that. That that's such a waste to me. I really hope they don't do that. Yeah, me too. God, I'm just remembering most of the numbers for the exact damages too, and all that shit too. So like, no, watch right, this. So is, before this Thompson is when. falls down this rabbit yeah. hole, 
I think this is where we call it. That's fair. Um, if you have any thoughts about Pokemon, email us or hit us up on Twitter at the Video Games Pals or uh, the Video Games Pals at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts about what would bring you back or push you away or what Nintendo should do as the franchise moves forward into the brave new world of being on a home console. Um, what else am I supposed to say here? Shit. Sean, save me. No! Socials, socials. We talked about that. Socials, socials, social. Yeah, um, so you can check us out over on Twitter at the Video Game Pals. Uh, you can check out our sister show, The Comics Pals, at The Comics Pals. Um, they do some cool stuff. Thompson and Pete do some great uh, Let's Plays work over on YouTube. Uh, their Pals Play. You can check them out. Thompson, you got anything coming out this week? Unfortunately, this is the first week in forever since we relaunched the show. But there's nothing, so uh, false advertising. But next week, we'll be back. All right, so <laughs> check out the backlog in order to get hype for next week. Where Thompson, I don't know what game you'll be playing. I don't know if you know what game you'll be playing. But I do know it will be quality content. I hope. <laughs> and if you want to check any of us out individually, Peggy, you want to tell us where we can find you on the internet? Yeah, hey, if you're interested in uh, in tweeting about Overwatch esports specifically, or just like battle royales, or or anything, um, you can give me or a Sly tweet. Five. Sly yeah, Five. Let's go. At uh, Moriow. It's M O I R A I O W. Uh, actually, just before this podcast, I was uh, producing for Broadcast GG's. Uh, Overwatch Open Division, which is really, really cool. Um, and there might be some more to that. More than likely, no. But, you know, there there's some some talk. So, uh, yeah. Uh, either way, Open Division is still happening, and it's going to be really cool. And I think they're calling into the playoffs right about now. So, uh, definitely tune in if you can, because that, that's been a, a lot of fun. Cool. And Thompson, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me at Vampire on Twitter, and I have not been incredibly active lately so sorry about that if anyone follows my stupid memes and jokes but uh you know i just have had a lapse of creativity recently so i'm sure i'll be back uh on the train of stupidity with more gundam crap if you're into that so check me out don't check me out talk about hearts of iron board games and do whatever let's play some games cool cool and you can find me at tiger underscore millions on Twitter. Um, similarly to Thompson, I'm not really all that active. I retweet a lot of people's stuff uh, that I find funny, but it's mostly dumb jokes if that's what you're into. Um, if you're listening to this podcast all the way to the end, I would like you to do two favors for me. Tweet Pete at loud underscore Pete <laughs> and tell him why Squirtle is trash. Please and do. Tweet Sean at Sean Soapbox on Twitter only and tell him why you want pirate games to be the next big trend in video games you can also write in please please write yeah, in please write in we love getting uh listener mail viewer mail uh depending on what platform you're you know engaging with us on we I like you getting us on youtube yeah we like we like getting mail that deliberately fucks with p and sean yeah specifically the two of them but if you want yeah. to be mean to either of us that's fine too yeah that works or don't be mean to thompson though he's like he's sensitive i'm like humpty dumpty i can crack at any time <laughs> uh and to add one favor subscribe to the youtube channel it means a ton to us and it takes one click and it means the world to us so it helps out more than you think all right and that's gonna wrap it up for episode 56 of the video games pals thanks so much for tuning in today bye bye, bye.